3: Hello, everybody. It is little after 7pm here on the East Coast. We have just knocked off Crystal from the uh, Ron DeSantis, Elon Musk, David Sachs, we-
2: Couldn't Twitter's- take any more. <laughs>
3: Couldn't take any more at this point. I think I literally have brain and ear cancer. Uh, for the uninitiated, it was a total and a complete disaster. We are not exaggerating. Glitches from the very beginning. We have a little bit of a highlight reel for everybody. Let's take a listen.
4: All right, I'm pleased to introduce two individuals who have done more to loosen the grip. All right. Sorry about that. We, we've got so many people here that I think we are we are uh, kind of melting the servers, uh, which is a good sign. Might have surprised many, but not those of us who've known oh, and worked with Elon for nearly a quarter century. century. His commitment to freedom and his willingness put his, his money where his, his, money world. World. his, his, his mouth, is. mouth is. Upset the narrative. Upset the narrative on
5: on. Let's see. So, yeah, I think so. Um, just to simplify this, there's eighty two thousand people. In the room. All right, great. So, let's see.
3: It's so they just keep crashing, huh?
5: Yeah, I think we've got <laughs> a... Just a massive number of people online, so it's um, servers are straining somewhat. All right, we're just uh, reallocating more uh, server capability uh, to be able to handle the load here. It's uh, really going going crazy. So, um, yeah, I'm obviously very excited to um, have uh, Governor DeSantis, uh make this. Uh,
4: It. All right, I think we're broadcasting. <laughs> Man, I think we melted the internet
5: there. Yeah, that was insane. Sorry. We uh uh I'm actually doing this from uh, David Sachs' Twitter account uh, because uh it looks like doing it from mine basically bro- broke the Twitter system. Governor Santos, uh can are you there? Can you hear us? I think you broke- I'm right,
4: here. I know. I think <laughs> I think you broke the internet there. We had over half a million people in one Twitter space and it was growing by like 50,000 a minute. So, uh Congrats on uh, on breaking the internet there.
5: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, try some you know new things. You're you're gonna yes. Uh, it's adventurous. So yes. Um, but so, I, yeah. I think the the, the value here is, is actually really high for people to hear directly from uh, presidential candidates and to answer a Q&A live, and you can get a sense for what how a candidate uh, r- really is, you know, and, and where it's not just uh, canned speeches and uh, teleprompters. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> you, in fact you can tell by you know, some of the mistakes that, that it's real.
3: My personal favorite crystal is whenever they keep forgetting to pause and they're like basically on a hot mic, um, before everybody else. So after exactly 25 minutes of glitches, uh, we finally did get to hear from the candidate, the candidate, uh, governor DeSantis, whose Twitter video actually went out at 6 PM, by the way, we'll be breaking all that down tomorrow in our uh, morning show, but reads straight up crystal off of a script. Basically, from his campaign ad, an entirely five minute long uh, presentation. And then from that point forward, David Sachs, and it appeared, clearly this was a coordinated event, calls on DeSantis surrogates, people like Thomas Massey who's already endorsed Ron DeSantis, Governor uh, sorry, Christopher Rufo, who's worked closely with DeSantis, Dr. Jay Badataria. I mean, none of that is bad, I guess, but you know, ostensibly this is effectively a campaign event that was coordinated, held on Twitter in a frankly a disastrous format. It was not to DeSantis's strength. So I'm
2: (laughs) curious. That's like the nicest thing you could say. That's like so diplomatic. Not to his strengths. Yeah. I mean, okay. So first let's go through the blow by blow because Mm -hmm. regardless of like what happened after the initial disaster, Already, you've got the Daily Mail says Ron disaster. Yes. You've got um, Fox News, which has been in DeSantis's corner, but they feel snubbed over the fact that he decided to do this bizarre Twitter launch thing instead of launching with them. They're going after him. I mean, what he said after the initial glitches almost doesn't really matter. Yeah. So let's go through a little bit of the blow by blow. So, first of all, they launched the Twitter Spaces. We couldn't get in. I mean, we were trying. We were us and our team, Griffin mm-hmm. and Matt. We we're all trying to get it. You couldn't get in, okay? So that's the first problem. You can't even get into this thing. Then I think Sagar, you were able to get in. Yes. Yeah, so but you couldn't first. hear anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like static noise. people recorded, there were Twitter employees <laughs> talking about servers and what. I mean, just total disaster. At some point, DeSantis leaves the whole thing. Yes, he leaves right? for
3: several minutes, actually. Yeah,
2: and yeah. then they had to relaunch with a new Spaces. <laughs> (laughs) And apparently Elon, even though he was supposed to be hosting, they couldn't use his account still. They had to, like, kludge a workaround. And the initial spaces that had crashed had over half a million people in it. Mm. When you came back in, you were about 100,000, 200,000. And David Sachs kept making these proclamations like, this is the most people ever gathered on social media. It's like, no, it's not. (laughs) It's not even close to that. And this is for audio only. It's not even video. Okay? It's audio only, so it's obviously a catastrophe for Elon and Twitter. It's a complete catastrophe for Ron DeSantis. I cannot imagine how he is feeling. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of rage and despair he must be feeling right now, I can't e- cannot even wrap my head around.
0: Yeah,
2: I have never seen a political event be this much of a disaster. And the other thing I was saying you to use two soccer is like, even if the tech had worked flawlessly. This was a horrible idea. Yes, Like it had all of the energy, people were saying online, I'm, this is not original, people, it had all the energy literally of a Zoom conference call mm-hmm. meeting with your boss. And it was hardly even focused on him. All these other characters were coming in and much of this was basically an ad, a really bad ad since it was such a disaster for Twitter and Twitter spaces you have even his surrogates, Thomas Massey, and coming right. in and be, oh, Elon, you're so great, so great, what you're doing for the country. What are we doing here? This is the presidential campaign yeah, launch. It's not about Elon Musk.
3: That. We have a little bit of that, Crystal. We have some uh, uh, some portions of this where they're basically just talking about how great Twitter and Twitter Spaces is. Let's take a listen to that.
4: What made you want to kind of take the chance of doing it this way, as opposed to just doing it on cable news or the the usual way? Well, when COVID hit, uh, I had to make decisions about, do you go with the crowd or do you look at the data yourself and cut against the grain? So when Elon Musk uh, stepped up to purchase Twitter, uh, he paid a lot of money for it. Uh, And I'm sure because he's a good businessman, Elon, I'm sure you'll you'll end up making money off it. But bottom line is you had to put your money where your mouth is uh, because I think you recognize that uh, you can't have a free society uh, unless we have the freedom to debate the most important issues that are affecting our civilization. That did not happen during COVID. The truth was uh, censored repeatedly. And now that Twitter is in the hands uh, of, of a free speech advocate, uh, that would not be able to happen again uh, on this Twitter platform.
5: Well, th- thank you. Um, yeah, we're, uh, we're absolutely committed to freedom of speech on a level playing field um, and just a vigorous debate. And uh, hopefully, uh, this can be uh, a platform that uh, brings people of divergent uh, political views. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the amazing thing about uh, Twitter and things like spa- Spaces are that, um, although I happen to be hosting it, 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 it well, I, I, I had to switch over to David hosting it because my account was actually there's too much interest. But. <laughs> my account was breaking yeah. the system, um, but uh, it's it's a uh, there's really never been a, a mechanism before where. Uh, someone could address the nation or anyone who wanted to listen to them could from from anywhere in the world, the uh, United States or anywhere. So this is a, I think this, this is a really profound uh, change, um, whereas with a public digital town square like we have here, it's possible for the public to choose the narrative. It empowers the people instead of uh, a very tiny elite cabal, um, which I don't recognize the irony of using that <laughs> phrase, um, but but nonetheless it's it's true. Uh, um and
1: judge by the results. First of all, let me say uh, a big thank you to Elon Musk for buying Twitter and exposing all of this. Uh by the way, I've never met Elon Musk, but I'm one of your biggest fans. I'm the first congressman to have a Tesla. I'm on Star <laughs> thank you. I'm on Starlink and uh I would have bought a Power Wall, but I'm off the grid and <laughs> you wouldn't sell me one, so I had to make one with a wrecked Model S.
3: Elon, if I put down money on January first, twenty twenty two that Twitter was going to be the last bastion of free speech on Earth, brother, I'd be about as rich as you are on that bet right now. I mean, it's incredible.
2: And Elon, I have to say thank you for taking the arrows and for unthrottling the accounts of all of us who got in trouble for sharing a New York Post story about a laptop.
3: Yeah, that was one of my immediate takeaways, Crystal. I actually tweeted this at the time, and I just said, hey, you know, with respect to Elon and DeSantis, why would DeSantis want his campaign launch to basically be an ad for Twitter spaces. Like, announcements should not be an advertisement for the medium. And once again, look, I consider David Sachs a friend. I think he's a nice guy. I really do. And I actually love his podcast, some of his stuff on Ukraine. That said, whenever he and Elon were being like, nobody's ever done anything like this before, I look, (laughs) it's, it's just literally not true. I mean, like, YouTube has held events where millions of people are watching synchronously in audio and in video, and like you said, that was je- that's video way actually harder to pull off. So clearly, you know, Twitter completely shit the bed yeah. um, in their rollout of this. The infrastructure was a nightmare, and I also think this is a big indictment of the Desantis campaign. Nobody picked up the phone and said, "Hey, are you guys sure? Like, are we good to go? Can we do a test?" Like, can we make sure 100% there's no, you know, this is literally the job of advanced staff to make sure. And, you know, you know, this also crystal, like any candidates and others are doing something high profile. I mean, hell, even if sometimes when we interview people, they, you know, their team will, check like what time is it going to go up like can we do a check to just make sure everything is good to go like a pre-zoom call almost you know i mean these are very normal things whenever it comes to you know even mid-profile events this is the highest of the high profile you're on the absolute biggest national stage ever and yeah i mean the big story out of it unfortunately for him is nothing that he said another reason why i think it was a huge mistake was It was long. It was plotting. It was over an hour and pre selected questions, pre scripted answers. That is not engaging. It was difficult to listen to and to be engaged in, you know? And like, that's just not, it's not good radio, man. You and I do this for a living. (laughs) The whole time I'm like, ask him a freaking question. I'm like, dude, you know, get the pace going. Don't let him just read off of the thing. That's just not how these things are supposed to go.
2: It made him look very small, feel Mm -hmm. very small. And so there's an advantage of I'm sure what they were going for was like, oh, people feel more connected to him. It's more of an intimate setting. You're having more of this like you're being let in on this conversation among these people that you've heard about. But it didn't come across that way. It came across as wildly inauthentic because everything was obviously completely pre-planned and scripted. So if your bet was this will be a more authentic, natural setting, well, you definitely blew it on that front. And then the advantage of a normal, traditional, staged campaign speech, you know, think of how much thought Trump puts into the optics of his Mm -hmm. campaign speeches and what's behind him and who's behind him and in the airplane hangar with his private jet behind, all that sort of stuff. It gives you that that sense with the staging and the music and the presence like, oh, this is a thing that I want to be part of. And it also helps to enable you to envision this person as President of the United States and Commander-in-Chief. So if you're going to skip out on that, you better have a damn good reason. So like I said, even if the tech had been flawless, I think this would have been a disaster for him because it was so... Poorly planned. It was so boring. It was so plotting. It was so pre scripted. It was so lacking in any sort of like, all right, let's do this thing, campaign excitement, launch energy, that it was a terrible concept from the start. And I also have to say, on like this, and I talked to Emily about this some this morning. You know, conservatives have been and I have been also very rightfully upset about collaboration between social media giant companies and government. And then here you have this billionaire owner of Twitter putting his hand thumb directly on the scales in favor of his favorite presidential candidates. Like, how can you argue that this is like a neutral free speech platform at this point when you've clearly made a bet in terms of this political race? And of course, people are going to assume, all right, what are you doing behind the scenes to try to pump this guy up when you're publicly – pumping this guy up to the best of your ability, although that kind of fell flat, didn't it?
3: I agree. I I think it was a mistake for Elon to do that, you know, especially for, you know, he has a brand that he actually had a decent amount of leverage with Democrats even before this. Glenn Greenwald, I know you guys talked about on the show today, that poll um, showing Elon's likability ratings and all that. Becoming explicitly partisan is just not the right thing to do here. The second thing I would just say is hold a goddamn rally. You know, just just do a rally. He's got dude.
2: supporters. People yeah, exactly. would show up. He He's it a very energy.
3: popular freaking governor in Florida. You should have just put out a video. I mean, he's in Miami right now and he should have just done a damn rally. And then immediately after the rally. I mean, right now, as you and I are speaking, he's literally on Fox News. We'll be covering um, all of that tomorrow um, in terms of his his uh, interview. Some maybe some other things that he says. But You know, I mean, looking at the takeaway, it's not just us. Front page in the New York Times, DeSantis' announcement is disrupted by... Twitter malfunction. The subhead there is about what's going on with uh, Ron said Second front page of the Washington Post, DeSantis presidential campaign kickoff on Twitter, plagued by technical issues. If you look at the the uh, Daily Mail, it's like you said, they call him a, DeSantis, a failure. Off and running. That's what the top of uh, New York Post is. <laughs> that's the uh, nicest yeah, one you could
2: say. That's I the think. nicest one that they've <laughs> that's got. kind of neutral. <laughs> Off and running
3: is uh, what we've got from the New York Post. <laughs> They're in the tank for him. Daily Mail. Oh we've uh, got
2: a we got a Trump react too, don't we?
3: Yes, I have I you have the Trump reaction there. here in front of me. It says Rob, my red button is bigger, better, stronger, and is working. Truth, yours does not per my conversation with Kim Jong-un of North Korea, soon to become my friend. For those who don't remember, the red button is a reference to the fire and fury speech. Uh, yeah, the
2: nuclear, nuclear button. Not his well, best work, in my opinion, but I'm sure he's going to be having a field day with this for yes. a long time. And here's the thing, too, for DeSantis, why this is a story that may, have, may be problematic for him beyond just this moment. His whole pitch is like, I'm Trump without the chaos. I'm Trump yeah. but competent. And so when your launch is a humiliating shit show, it's hard for you to carry the message of like, okay, but I'm the one who knows how to actually, I think he even had a line in there, like some people know how to tweet and I know how to get it done. It's like, well, that's not really demonstrated with your launch today, buddy. And I do think those things could matter. I mean, part of, I think how Obama was able to defeat Hillary all the way back in 2008, even as this junior senator and upstart was because his campaign had the impression of this thing is locked locked down, it's effectively run, it's effectively managed, it's like, okay, maybe he is up to the task. Not a good first impression, I guess is the, like probably the most diplomatic thing I could say at this point. It was
3: a bad impression. It gives it. Here's the other thing. You know, media is already out for blood with Ron DeSantis. So the thing is, it's your job to not give them anything to give them nothing to work with. So all they have to do is cover the text and the, of the announcement of the actual substance of what he is promising. And, you know, unfortunately for him, that's just not going to be the headline. Like I said, the Daily Mail, first thing that they lead with finally underway after 26 minutes of glitches, then yeah. rips Disney for, you know, injecting gender ideology like that could have been the headline out of it and that's what you and i could have been talking uh, uh, about it for today we will spend a lot of time tomorrow more a little bit on the substance uh, of most of what he wanted to initially focus on was the reaction to covid gender ideology yeah we will resign you know wokeism or a woke ideology to yeah. the dustbin pretty cookie cutter well, stuff for his speech uh-
2: it is, I mean, it's very cookie-coder uh, Ron DeSantis, but I do think the decision to launch on Twitter and the choice of topics mm-hmm. that he leans into, I mean, really no bread and butter issues, right? No healthcare, no wages, no, co- very little, very light on those topics. It's all like the woke mind virus and DEI and ESG and all of these things that a lot of normal people would be like, what the hell are you even talking about right mm-hmm. now? Um I think that that is a symptom of him being way too online, which is how you end up thinking that it's a good idea to launch your presidential campaign on Twitter, um, a platform that even if it had all gone well, a tiny slice of the public uses, a t- even tinier slice of the public has ever used Twitter spaces or even heard of Twitter spaces. So I do think that that's emblematic of a deeper issue for him of, you know, is this really going to be what your average normal non super online Republican voter is looking for in a candidate, because I do think he suffers from being in those like online conservative echo chamber conversations way too much. Yes.
3: Yeah. I think so. He did a little bit in his speech. He was talking about net migration, all that stuff. I, that's that to me, that is the best case for DeSantis. The best case is look at the scoreboard. I won. I flipped a purple state into a red state. Millions of people moved to me because I did a good job. Now, let's make America the same as Florida. Like, that is actually a great message. But you have got to make sure that you're connecting it in a way where it can not only resonate with the primary voter the gop primary voter which of course you know has all of these culture war things that they want to hear about but also this isn't just your kickoff to them it's your kickoff to everybody so anyway uh, failure to launch that's already what uh mm-hmm. that's already what the trump campaign is going. man they are having an absolute oh, field day he's they are-
2: gotta be <laughs> I've wild. got my Twitter are...
3: in, feed in front of me, Crystal. They have already released a video mocking and making fun of him, oh, you know, wow. cutting together of his uh, of the uh, Twitter spaces. Uh, they've, they've, they've been saying like, "Oh, more people watch CNN than are listening to Meatball Rob. So they're going <laughs> all in uh, in terms of uh, against him. And look, I mean, this is part people will be like, oh, you're being unfair. Look, what we're doing is we know, Crystal, you and I, Trump will reach for anything, so will the media. It's your job not to give them anything to work with. You gave it to work with them and he's going to he's going to be hearing about this one for a long time.
2: You're running to be, you know, the chief exactly. executive of the country in a way. You know, you're running you're you're trying to run the whole show here. Mm-hmm. If you can't even handle your own campaign launch, it's not a great first statement about how you do managing yes. the country. Yes.
3: So we will have a ton more for you guys tomorrow. Uh, More elements um, and everything. A full breakdown of the DeSantis interview tonight on Fox. He's going to have also an interview with Mark Levin. We will have a breakdown of his video. Even more thoughts and things about how he's positioning himself. We wanted to give everybody a quick emergency reaction. And uh, thank you all for our premium subscribers who enable our our ability for the whole team to just mobilize like this on a dime and post it and make sure it gets up to everyone. BreakingPoints.com if you are able. Otherwise, we'll see your beautiful faces bright and early tomorrow morning
2: yep that's right personally i don't know if i've ever enjoyed a presidential launch more it was fun thank you thank you rob
3: my fiance was like what are you doing in there because i was literally sitting cackling i was like i cannot yeah it was too profane to say here but uh, it was pretty bad i I was i was i was laughing i was truly laughing it was really something we'll see you guys later bye
1: infinity presents a new chapter in luxury